Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday, so we're going to talk about what you want to talk about. And that that's Angel. Uh, all week we've been talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Everything from the movie to the TV show to the empire that the TV show spawned. Uh, you know, the mil- not millions, but dozens and dozens of comic books, a handful of video games, all sorts of stuff. It's just been crazy what one arguably B-movie uh, from 1992 ha- has done over the past almost 30 years. It's just insane. And I was trying to think about what to talk about today, you know, because as I mentioned, I'm not a huge uh, Scooby gang person. I'm not a Buffyverse person. I've seen a a lot of episodes, but not like in order. And, uh, you know, I know characters' names. I know plot points. But so somebody was like, well, talk about your favorite episode. Well, I don't have a favorite episode. Um, You know, I was... I could do a breakdown of it if there was one, but there's not. So guess I'm not going to do that. Then it was, you know, I was trying to think about it and somebody brought up the point that, hey, you barely talked about Angel. It's like, you know what? That's right. Because Angel is an important part of the Buffyverse. You know, he's been there the the whole time. And Angel is, you know, I think it's, something worth talking about now he first showed up in the first episode the welcome to hellmouth episode and the from there on out he's a regular and then he eventually gets his own spinoff but the character him he has a an interesting backstory that as i was researching it and listening to how they describe certain things is a little problematic uh but you know, is what it is because he talks about how he was born in 18th century Ireland and he, his name was Liam when he was born. And then when he got turned, it was Angelus and he was supposedly like the most evil, horrible, violent, sadistic vampire in all of Europe. And he made some gypsies, some Romanis mad and they cursed him by putting his human soul back into him. So now he has like guilt and regret and everything. But, but the thing about it is, so 18th century, that's the 1700s. And they always talk about, he feels bad for centuries of violence. Well, that's, that doesn't add up, you know, if, because there's, you know, different times kind of thrown around about when he got uh, gypsified, I guess. I don't know. Humified? I don't know. De-soullessness? I don't know. He, uh, you know, if it's centuries, that means more than one century. So it would have been into like the mid-nine, the like 1950s, 1940s, like best case scenario. But it's also established that he's had his soul for quite some time. So 
you know, there's some uh, continuity things there. And I'm sure if you're uh, if, if you're listening and you're like hardcore Buffy fan, you can probably like, prove me wrong and be like, no, Lance, it says here, here, and here in this episode. Cool. And I I will admit if I'm wrong. But just reading about it and stuff and thinking about it, I was like, yeah, it kind of has a very fluid history. But like I said, he shows up and he's trying to be a good guy. And he's a love interest for Buffy for a while. And it's uh, he realizes it's not going to work out, though. And he still loves her, but he leaves. And this is when he gets his own spinoff. And the spinoff, of course, is called Angel. But it lasted, Angel, the show, lasted for five seasons, 110 episodes. And it's... I hate to actually no, I don't hate to use this analogy. Like if Buffy is Baywatch, Angel is very much Baywatch Knights. You know, they he's solving crimes kind of and it's more noirish and there's all this stuff going on. Um it's yeah, kinda kinda strange. And he's fighting this evil law corporation that this law firm that's ran by demons and in the fourth season, he ends up uh, not saving the world and all this stuff. And they're like, hey, good job. That's something super evil. Now you can be in charge of this law firm, even though he spent the last few years fighting them. Really, really strange. And I don't I don't understand it. But, you know, is is what it is. So it's kind of cool. Uh, the, the character himself, you know, despite the... the problems I have with it I think he's a cool character you know having taking one of the main adversaries of Buffy and that, that being vampires and flipping the character on its head of oh no he's a, a good guy and he has a soul you know, that is really what Buffy's about you know as we talked about the other day Joss Whedon wanted to take the trope of oh pretty blonde girl gets killed in a horror movie to oh pretty blonde girl does all the killing in a horror movie and I, I think it's it works you know and he's I'm not gonna say the best representation of that but he's definitely up there and seeing his character grow and develop and see like him have a, the, the kid the time travel kid and um his wife being reborn or resurrected and all this stuff it's kind of strange really you know it's um it, his story like i said his story is convoluted but there's heart there and i think that's why it works it, even though it is strange and he like i said he goes from being a private investigator to running a law firm and in the middle of that he's living in a hotel the yeah all the weird things but because you see his struggle you know i he's not a relatable character in the sense that I doubt any listeners here are centuries, they're hundreds of years old and dealing with the ramifications of evil they did in older times. But uh, who knows? Maybe. If you are, totally come on the show. I'd uh, love, love to talk about that. But he's relatable in the sense that, you know, he's trying to better himself. Whereas Buffy is coming to grips with her role and her destiny, you know, 
uh, Angel is coming to grips with his past. So and that's something I think a lot of people can relate to. You know, you may have done something dumb uh, or even something bad, but it doesn't define who you are. And with the help of his friends and those close to him, you know, he becomes a better vampire person. And, uh, you know, I think that's why everybody loves it. And they continued his adventures on, you know, there was a comic called Angel After the Fall. He was in the Buffy comics. And there was a Angel and Faith miniseries. Or not miniseries, it lasted a little bit. So that kept his story going before the reboot. And his current comic series is uh, one written by Brian Hill, who's been on the show. You can... If you're on our SoundCloud, look for one of the pin posts, and it's our interview with him. So it's, you know, he's a, he's a good character. SFX Magazine said he was the third greatest vampire. They put Spike in first, so I think that's interesting that there's always, even off screen, like in the real world, there's that uh, rivalry. But I don't know. He was this voted sexiest on screen vampire by Hello. And he, like got 34% of the vote. So that's beat Lestat and everybody. Uh, Forbes said the series was the second most powerful vampire show and just all, all sorts of stuff. And it's, it's a, again, I've seen a few episodes of it doing this this week. I want to kind of maybe sit down and watch these shows again, you know, actually sit down and do a marathon. I started this, week because it was my wife's birthday and she watches Buffy all the time and who knows maybe next time I'll I'll join her let me know are you a marathoner do you marathon Buffy and Angel all the time if so what's your favorite episodes let me know in the council here on SoundCloud or on social media Facebook Instagram Twitter YouTube everywhere just look for the night nerd on Twitch we're night nerd podcast because I, they wouldn't let me have the night nerd I don't know why you can email me night nerd at the night com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.